Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. I'm ready. GJ Reynolds, I'm ready. You ready? <laughs> Man, so yesterday we had some technical difficulties. No. Uh, no. The internet went down. No, we here. did not. We did House. not. You did. I had technical difficulties, but then you did too, just a little bit, just a little tiny little bit. But I had most of the technical difficulties. It was all my, it was my, it was my fault. I couldn't make it yesterday. I couldn't get on and it was bad, but now internet's back. Internet's screaming fast right now. I'm really happy about that. And we are back in business. Come on. Come on. Welcome to the end times chat. Chief. Well, thank you, sir. Thanks for having Welcome. me back. Thanks for having me back for the 48th time. <laughs> 48, 48, bro. 48, 48. That's amazing. I can't wait till we hit 52. That's going to be it. We're going to have a one-year anniversary. That's what we're going to do. We're going to have a one-year anniversary. We're going to have a party. I'm not sure what we're going to do. Rapture? <laughs> hey, that would be the best anniversary <laughs> present ever. <laughs> Come on. I love it. Well, so how are you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic now. How about you? Now that we're on I'm doing. I'm doing a lot better. I'm doing a lot better today. You're a lot faster uh, you know what? Today. God's got, oh my gosh, a lot faster today. I feel like I, I can't keep up. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm going to have to call my internet company yeah. now because I want to be faster than you. You know what? Let's make it a competition. You go out and see what you can do to get faster internet. I got the one gig. So, hey, um, we got a lot to talk about today. There is um, a growing number of things that are happening on a daily basis. And yeah. we're going to get back a little bit later. <laughs> we're going to get back a little bit later to Revelation chapter 17 and 18. And today, what we're going to really focus on and everything we talk about is that you, you, I'm looking at you, anybody that's out there, I'm talking to you, anybody that's listening, you can be motivated into action. It's time for you to act. No more relaxing, sitting back and saying, when is God going to do something? God's asking you to do something. He's asking you to do something. So that'll be a little theme throughout everything. So any, any uh, introductory words that you want to share before we get started on some Earth News, yeah, GJ? a word from our sponsor. You oh, too can put your name right there. What's up, dude? 48 weeks and no sponsor. What's up? Started to get an inferiority. We had to get some. <laughs> we got to get some experience under our belt. You know how they say yeah. you have to have at least two years of experience. Yeah. Okay. Well, next topic. <laughs> Earth oh, News. Go for it. You got some Earth News. Website, Tell me dude? what. Oh man, I almost oh, forgot about gosh. that. That is not. That was. So there it is. www.endtimes.chat. Not in timeschat.com, not in timeschat.org, not in timeschat.net. It's end times dot chat. For those of you need to know. Because this is a chat. We're chatting. We're having a good conversation. This is not us preaching, shouting at you. This is a but conversation. Are we? But are we? Uh, but are we? <laughs> I yeah. I've been asking myself that question recently. I have to say. For 48 weeks. <laughs> We've been that's one long conversation. Sorry. All right. So let's, we got to get right to it. We got to get right to it. Earth News. Talk to me, GJ. I have some things you need me to pull up. So you let me know what you cue me. What do you, you got? You just pull up whatever and we'll go with it. By the way, I got so embarrassed oh. that Dan always had his little pop ups and he had the videos, he had the photographs. 
What I got? Nothing. So what I did? I loaded him <laughs> up. So that's on you, bro. Yes, you did. In times, in times. So chat. here, oh, here we go. Oh, now I got to put on my glasses. What? <laughs> this is all yours, man. This is your this is your Earth news. <laughs> yeah. So a seven forty seven sized asteroid goes by the Earth, and the scientists didn't even know it was coming by. That makes me want to go. Hmm. Hmm. So we're supposed to trust the science. It, we're supposed it, to trust these astronomers. And they, and by the way, there's a there's like this crack in the Milky Way. This this was news that came out today. So there's this crack. So you can spot that two billion miles away, but you can't <laughs> you can't diagnose the asteroid. The size of a 747 is just cruising right by the Earth. They said they were blinded uh, yeah. by the and sun. And by the way, this is not. They're bl- oh, really? They were blinded by the sun. Really? They have <laughs> radar. They don't even need to worry about the sun. <laughs> no. By the way, this, this is not the actual asteroid. This is a, ren- ren- a rendering of what it could look like. Just so you know, the photo credit goes to Pixabay which is a free stock image site. I just throw that out there so nobody gets upset at us. Um, you got this Thank one coming so up much. next, man. This is you. And I Earth News yeah, right here. So yesterday, yesterday we had a uh, 5.8 earthquake in Greece. I mean, every week there's some major earthquake somewhere. So it's, again, every week there's something shaking going on. <clears throat> God is moving. God is in control. And God's going to use us all yeah. for good. Yes. Yes, he is. And when it comes down to all these things happening, uh, we've, been, we've been not reporting every single earthquake that's been coming out recently, but there have been some pretty major ones, 5.0, 6.0 across the world in the last couple of weeks. So they continue to happen, but this is one that happened right on the island of Crete, which, by the way, the island of Crete was one that was mentioned a lot of times when it came down to Paul in the Bible. So uh, some little interesting tidbits there. I do have a couple of things for Earth News. One, I'm just going to list out all the major flood areas, right? So you've got uh, major flooding in Malaysia, southern Spain, in India, and Indonesia. And forgive me if I'm forgetting something. Oh, wait, Houston also got nailed with the hurricane about a week and a half ago. And they also had some minor flooding that happened. But even in the United States, we have New York, we have New Jersey. We've got, um, well, you had some in Nebraska. You had some in Kansas a few months back. You got some in Missouri. So there's just massive amounts of, of flooding going on. Well, the other thing that I know, that I found out was that you had this massive dust storm that took place in uh, none other than Brazil. Now, I was looking up to see what this was all about. And I thought, you know what? This is, uh, this is not normal. This, doesn't, it's, this is not something that actually happens very often in Brazil. Uh, I'm, I'm actually trying to pull it up right now. And let me pop it in there. Don't worry about pulling Boom. your stuff up. You so just this worry is about really- pulling my stuff up. Worry about pulling your stuff. All right, fine. <laughs> well, this right here, these are some these are pictures of of what it looked like actually in Brazil. There are some <laughs> other pictures that showed on some of the news, news sites about how, how that looked. But here's how they described it. They described it as that the sky turned blood red. And so, again, another thing that you think of when you think of massive dust storms is when it says the sun will be darkened and the moon, and the moon will be turned to blood. It's another way that that can happen. And by the way, dust does move occasionally from one side of the earth to the other. And there's uh, when wind happens and storms happen, it kicks things up. And it's just another way to show that God's creation is way, way bigger than you can even imagine. And, um, and he can cause the wind and the waves to do whatever he, whatever he determines and at whatever time he determines it. So little something with that and uh, i believe you have a little a little treat for us gj and i'm gonna uh whoa, pop this up whoa, on the screen i got nothing i got nothing 
you know, you got a little treat for us because, you know, we've been talking about this craziness <laughs> of what you do during natural disasters. And I just want to say, here you go. So you know, walk, walk uh, us through this, before, TJ. Before you, no go there, before you go there. Before you go there. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know how old this footage is. I mean, this is regarding the volcano in Iceland. And we've talked about how people have done some crazy stuff with all these different issues, you know, walking up to the the uh, <laughs> the earthquakes and looking in after it's, you know, messed up or the floods and they're going over and they get sucked away. I mean, <clears throat> when then we see the volcanoes, it's like, hey, it's 2000 degrees, people. If it touches you, you more, just more. lost a limb. You just lost your life. I mean, it's crazy. <clears throat> so. But the thing about it is the magnitude of what's happening. Plus, we have that volcano, you know, in the uh, I believe it's the Canary Islands outside of Spain, uh, La La Palama. That sucker is La really, Palma. yeah. I mean, it's it's in full uh, eruption, <clears throat> and that, I mean, it's like nothing slow down. So I saw this video. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is one that makes you go. Are you are you seeing that? Well, I mean, check it out. But they're on the they're I have no words, GJ. <laughs> no. I have no words. It's like those are people. And that's real. That's not photoshopped in. They're taking pictures. Yes. Yes. You see oh, how look, close honey. that oh. Look, honey, I'm by a volcano. I, I can't even. I mean, we can continue here. Let me skip ahead. I mean, this is this is a little close shot. Yeah, look look at that. Look at that. And house. another one. And it's flowing like a river. So this is oh right there. Right there. You see it. You saw the people over there. In any event, I, I just want to say public service announcement. When you see a natural disaster like a volcano, please stay away. I'm just going to ask you very nicely. Please stay away. Well, if you do... This thing is spewing lava out. <laughs> if you do decide to violate the terms that Dan just shared, make sure you have a personal relationship with Jesus. I mean, if you have a death wish, maybe you get prayed up before you go. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> I could not I resist, even. dude. I, I'm I'm laughing out of amazement. By the way, well, I mean, I mean by, yeah. By the way, it was it was never reported that anybody died from that. Well, I think maybe one of the reasons that they never reported it is because they don't want to show how dumb it was to walk up <laughs> to that volcano in the first place. Now, I'm hoping and praying that nobody got hurt. I really, I don't want anybody to get hurt. That's not what I'm wishing for. But, um. There could be a reason why they didn't report it. So, uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of things that make you go, hmm, let me shift over to some wars and rumors of wars. So, I mentioned a few weeks ago about a possible war with actually uh, World War Three was what it was talking about that could have started in ten different places in the in the last year and in the coming year. And I mentioned one about U.S. and Turkey. And I thought, even in, even in myself, I'm like, nah, that's not going to happen. There's no way. U.S. and Turkey, what? It, I, they haven't even been in the news recently. My dog is agreeing with me in the background. Anyway, um, I mentioned that a few Cujo. weeks ago, but just Cujo, that's Cujo number two. That I mentioned about U.S. and Turkey, and here's what I just read this past week: the Turkish Turkish defense advisor predicts a war with U.S. in the future. The Turkish army will hit U.S. troops in Syria and says Turkey's silence right now is due to their economic difficulties and the upcoming election. So they're actually thinking and planning the possibility of this happening but with U.S. and Turkey. And if they do, they're going to go into Syria and they will saying that this is the this is the Turkish uh, minister of uh, what is it called? You know, he's a defense minister. And he's coming out and saying this out loud. And by the way, the only reason why we have it is because we've been having some kind of voting thing going on in our country. And the, the economy has not been so great. 
So I don't know um, if there's anything to that, but I would just say that that is something that we should keep our eyes on. That's a war in a rumor of war. So uh, you have a couple of GJ and that I'm so proud to say that I can add to the stream Whoa. for you. Whoa. Just to make Somebody sure that you outdo me. <laughs> yeah. Check that out. Yeah. So China's obviously... Talk to us. As you were saying all that, China's definitely... I believe a cornerstone to all of it, regardless, like you, you gave examples of 10 different opportunities. <clears throat> I just believe China is going to be involved in whatever happens. <clears throat> so China is definitely showing their, their force to Taiwan. Say, look, we're bigger and badder than you. And uh, don't get out of line because we will destroy you. That's really what they're, the message that they're sending. Another one, which I didn't send you, which is along with the China. Oh, I did send it to you. Whoa. You did. You did. You were prepared. Come on, son. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, I was like, man, you're the smartest man alive. Got the best graphics. I'm like, I'm not worthy. So I'm like, I got to I gotta up my game. <clears throat> so... Great Britain, one of their ships, is going through the Strait of Taiwan, which there's a lot of traffic through that strait. <clears throat> and the U.S. goes through about once a month. So the allies of the US, United States typically don't go through there very often. So now they've gone through there. So now China's flexing their muscle with them. And then, obviously, we talked a little bit last week uh, where China's upset with Australia because they of the ties to the submarine and France and the United States and Great Britain. So you can just feel the tension. If you just read the article, the, the headlines, you can feel that there's tension going on. So the rumors and the rumors of war are definitely real. And that is heightened in the end days. And we're seeing it like no time in history where you've got so many upset countries and regions and you can just feel it and then you add the volcanoes then you add the earthquakes then you add <clears throat> the asteroid that almost hit us but nobody knew about it till after the fact that's all i got that's all i got back to you dan back to me so um there are so many other things we could talk about i mean there are the wars and rumors of wars and the nation rising up rising up against nation this is happening at uh, the levels that I've never seen before. And the very fact that it is so delicate, the balance is so delicate right now of when someone could actually blow, or I'm not sure if they're just jockeying for power and trying to show their strength, but that's what rumors of wars are, right? It's when people are talking about the possibility. And then there are actual wars that are going on. And we haven't even remotely uh, talked about in the last couple of months what's going on between Israel and the surrounding countries. So maybe we'll bring some of those back in the, in the coming weeks. Maybe on the anniversary of our show, 52 weeks, we'll talk a little bit more about Israel. But there are some things that are popping up now throughout, um, throughout the world. And we, we call this leading up to the tribulation. There's a lot of things that are happening. I do have, I do have three. I went against our little rule about only one. And I do well, have so three I, that I want so to talk I. about because, oh, good, good. Well, I'll just mention, I'll talk about the uh, credit card one in a minute, but let me just mention as we keep in talking about China, uh, and I'm going to add Canada to the mix. China has, has been increasing their persecution of Christian, Christian pastors. I was ready to talk about this last week, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it. And here's what they're asking them to do. They're asking them to go into the Bible and change the Bible passages that don't line up with the Chinese Communist Party. And if they don't, they're throwing them in and they're persecuting them. So this is the equivalent of saying to a pastor, you need to revoke and renounce your faith in order to line up with the government. Now, this is in other parts, you're like, oh, that would never happen here in the United States. That would never happen in Canada. Well, it did just happen in Canada because Although they're not telling you what you can say and what you can't say, they're telling you when you can meet and when you can't meet. So in Canada, there was a pastor. His first name was Arthur Arthur, and he came. Uh, he was he kept himself open through all the shutdown in Canada, 
and was able to to ward off and stem off all the the police and the arm you know i'm not sure what they call them out there the mount the, the mounties or the um you know the the guys that ride on horse guys and gals that ride on horses up in canada and the they um so he came the mountain he came into the states to speak for several several times and eric trump got a chance to meet him now he's one he's the son of djt so uh he got a chance to meet him and travel with him while he was speaking here and what he was doing was is he was speaking about what the church's response should be when you are faced with this kind of persecution of of staying shut down and not opening and not being able to really personally connect with the people in the church so he decided that he was going to go back to Canada and he was when he went back to Canada as I'm reading from the story the the moment he stepped off the plane the moment he stepped off the plane there were police that were ready to arrest him right there and they actually handcuffed him and took him to prison and he's facing 6 months in jail just because he wanted to preach the gospel and be a community of believers in Canada. Now, mind you, it's not the same as China is as far as telling them they need to change the way they say things. It's a it's a precursory step to go in that direction. And we don't even want to too much about Australia. But Australia is, is right in line with that right now, especially with what they're doing down there. So <clears throat> I'm going to mention the credit card one in a minute, but back to you, GJ. What do you got for leading up to the tribulation? Well, I don't have anything more. I was just agreeing that I had more than three on these other topics, or more than one on these other topics, because <laughs> I got all excited. So <laughs> back to back to you, back to you. Okay, okay, good. All right. <clears throat> so everyone knows, or most everyone knows, I would say almost half of the world knows about Mastercard. Mastercard is. Uh, one of the two or three, not one of the four major credit card companies on the planet. You have Discover, you've got American Express, you've got MasterCard, you've got Visa. And uh, everyone knows the tagline where it says, uh, Visa, it's where you want to be, right? Or is that MasterCard? I don't know. I don't know I, all these things. But there is a new credit card coming out. And this credit card uh, is called Dichonomy. Now, you can go ahead and look this up. Because it is endorsed by the leader of the World Economic Forum. I don't even want to mention his name. And when you use this card, when you, when you get this card and you use this card, here's what it does. It tracks the environmental impact of everything you buy. And it assigns you a carbon credit to what you're buying. Now, that includes food. It includes cars. It includes everything. I mean, everything has been assigned a, a carbon credit. And once you have swipe that card enough and you've used up all your carbon credits for that month, they stop the card from working. And so MasterCard is the one kind of running this whole deal. And they have 3 billion cardholders worldwide. They've teamed up with not only uh, the World Economic Forum, but they've teamed up with some other major CEOs and major companies all across the world in order to bring this to you. So this is... Uh, because they say the CO2 emissions are generated with what you consume, including food and, uh, and well, pretty much everything, gas, fuel. I mean, you name it, there's some carbon credit attached to it. So I just want to say this is another step in that direction of trying to control how you purchase, what you purchase, and why you purchase, and when you purchase, and where you purchase. Uh, and they're doing it for your good, right? When I believe that when these things come into play, especially for the tribulation, it's going to make it sound like it's for you. That Oh, they're just doing this for you. The government's just helping you. These companies and corporations are just helping you to be able to live a better life. When really, there's, there's a much more nefarious agenda. So that's all I got for leading up to the tribulation. You have, okay. a, you have a things that make you go, hmm. But before go we go there, before we go there, I, have, I, want, to, I want to touch on, on what you just said. So there, <clears throat> yeah. as we see the... As you're describing that, so I see potential for major control. So you're you're giving up control to a third party voluntarily for these benefits, and that's part of what happens. And we do it we do it in a lot of ways. <clears throat> I mean, you do it, I do it. When it comes down to opening your eyes, it's bit by bit by bit. So now it's like, okay, here's a great thing, you know, to protect the economy or protect the 
the climate to protect, you know, the world, you know, all that sounds good, but when they can shut you down, that's when it becomes potentially bad. By the way, Apple just came out with iOS 15, which you and I were talking about iOS 15 because I was having audio issues. Okay, all right, I admit I had I had some technical issues on my end. I thought I was just I was laying it all on you, but now it's back to me. <clears throat> so so I said I think it's an iOS 15 update adjusting my audio because I was having trouble hearing Dan. Uh, I typically mute him out, but this time I didn't have him mute around and I could barely hear him. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding, people. <clears throat> so now they're gonna I'm scan just gonna your I'm just gonna block him out. Yeah. So they're gonna scan the photos <laughs> to protect from pedophilia, you know, any any obscene photos. And there's gonna be a major database and then they'll scan it. And then if it complies or matches or is similar, <clears throat> then they will go, you know, they'll verify it. And then if you have more than 30 of these types of photos that match in this database, then they will reach out to you directly. <clears throat> and then obviously, you know, that could lead to somebody showing up at your door. So we're seeing across the globe, these types of things are starting to happen. You can say, well, GJ, that's a great, that's great. It's going to protect kids. Yeah, I believe it will. But all these things typically with the power is being given away bit by bit. And we don't even realize it. To the next thing you know, it's like, <clears throat> I have no control. I have no freedom. And, and that's really what's happening. Now, why we're talking about this is that bit by bit by bit, it's happening on our global scale. And that's what happens in the end times. And we're in those end days. And we don't know how soon Jesus comes back. What we do know, we're in that season. And as we've said on the show many, many times, we believe we're in the two-minute warning. Why, why is God doing all these earthquakes? Why are all these signs happening? Because he wants us to pay attention. He wants us to be aware. And he wants us to look towards him and become closer to him versus being in fear. Because a lot of this is scary. And I'm like, some people say, I don't have anything to hide. You're right. Well, just like that pastor that you used as an example, he didn't have anything to hide. He's uh, he's operating out and playing playing open. But they're going to start using that against people, and we're seeing it all around the world. <clears throat> we're seeing it in France. We're seeing it in Italy. We're seeing it in the Netherlands. We're seeing it in Spain. We're seeing it in Australia. We're seeing it in Canada, <clears throat> and it's been going on for China forever and North Korea forever. <clears throat> and then we're starting to see things under the guise of one thing here in the United States, but it's really a, a something else. And most people are missing those points. So there's that level of deception, which leads into end times, is the level of deception, <clears throat> the level of truth. And it might be a little bit of truth, but a lot of the truth is being hidden or being removed, just like asking them to rewrite the Bible <clears throat> or reteach the Bible. So, and, and the blasphemy against God heightens in the end days as well. Back to you, Dan. So just kind of, yeah, thanks. Just kind of backing up what you were just talking about. You know, when we talk about all these things that are going on in the world, credit cards and the military and, and even the communication. So you've got, you've got social media platforms that reach out to billions. You've got uh, credit cards that are reaching out to billions. You've got companies that are uh, technologically so advanced that all they have to do is flip a switch or change an algorithm in order to make something happen globally. So what we're talking about is, is that this is all set up. This is, it's like a, when, you when you tell a joke, you've got, you've got the setup, then you've got the punchline, but then the timing of it all makes the, all makes the difference, right? We're in the setup phase right now. This is all a setup for what is going to happen in the end times when that one world leader comes into play, also known as the Antichrist, and tries to set up this whole peace. They're talking about peace. That's why we're always trying to alert you to understand that when they say peace, peace, there really is no peace. <clears throat> and that means, hey, we're doing this for your safety. Hey, we're doing this because we want you to live a better life. Hey, we're doing all these things 
And we're recommending all these things because we want you to just not worry about anything. <clears throat> so if you don't worry about anything, that means you're going to have to worry about everything. <laughs> so this is all the setup base. And then that one, that one moment is going to be the punchline, but it's not going to be funny. It's not going to be funny one bit. And, and all that timing matters, right? So that's that all that timing is in God's hands. It's in God's control. So that's why we can say we don't know for sure when all these things are going to happen, but we want you to be looking. We want you to wake up. We want you to be motivated to take action. And, and instead of being in a place where you uh, cower into a corner and say, you know what? I just, I don't want to make any waves. I don't want to stand up for my faith. The scripture says, those who stand strong until the end, those who stand strong until the end will be honored. And uh, so I just want to make sure that we get all that point across too. So hey, we got um, we got things to make you go, hmm. And I'm going to have <laughs> well, one we that just kind gave of- a few already. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But we have some other ones that are really interesting. I'm going to mention this, this one, and then I'm going to pop another video up for you. Uh, because you sent it to me this morning and I got it and I put it up there and I'm ready. So <laughs> watch out people. For those of you who can't see it, GJ's got his hands up in the air and he's shocked. So rare super, there's, okay, this is a story that just happened. It came out of the University of California. There was a, a UC Irvine study that was done and there apparently is a rare solar superstorm that could prompt an internet apocalypse that lasts for several months. Now, the reason why this became so real for me is because I have not had internet in my home for the last days. And I'm gonna tell you that it was, it was difficult because we are so reliant on the internet. I mean, I went through my phone and was able to do it that way, but things were, were pretty slowed down and you only get a certain amount of data per month. So what if, and this is a, just a big what if, because they're not saying when it's going to happen. They just say that the next uh, coronal mass ejection that comes out of the sun could be strong enough that when it hits the earth at just the right moment, just the right time, just the right angle, it could cause what they say is an internet apocalypse, causing all of these things to go haywire, no pun intended, all across the, all across the world. If there's an internet apocalypse, I'm going to tell you right now, financial systems could be shut down. There could be uh, major issues with being able to retrieve your funds from a bank, because even if you go to the bank, it's, they have to input everything through the computer so and through the internet. So all, these are all things we just want to be aware of, but it's something that makes me go, hmm, hmm, yeah. And then I do have, um, I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to off on some of the news in a more positive light. So this, let me mention this last one real quick. So the current administration in this country, they endorsed a bill and as a matter, hello, watching from Nigeria, Pastor Usi, it's good to see you. That is my good friend, Pastor Usi, that we met, by the way, in Dallas. He's uh, watching from Nigeria right now. So the current administration just endorsed a bill and in the House of Representatives here in this country, it passed and is now supposed to go to the Senate that would allow for abortions, and I quote, without limitations or requirements. Now, I just want to mention to you, uh, back on uh, a day that we shall not mention in November of last year, and it's between the number two and the number four, that was eight. I talked about the seven things that God detests. And one of the things that I mentioned that God detests is hands, that's right, can't say it, is hands that kill innocent blood. For me, that's not just people that are being slaughtered in the streets because they're, they're Christians, because that is happening. And unfortunately, right now in Afghanistan, it's happening at a higher rate because of the terrorists that are taking over that country. But there is also abortion. Abortion, uh, if, if anybody has been watching the news in Texas, they just said that if there's a heartbeat, it's a, it's a living being and you cannot take its life. You cannot abort it. And so in response to that, now, the House of Representatives, which is mostly one side, they actually came out and said, nope, we're going to sign this bill that says you can have an abortion with no limits and no requirements, which means all up until the day of birth, you can abort that baby. So I want to say God detests the killing of innocent uh, hands that kill innocent blood. He detests and he will not let that go unjudged. So that's something that made me go, hmm, in an extremely real way. Um, 
But I do, that's right. I do want to kind of end off this section on something a little bit more of a, this is kind of crazy, but you go ahead and say, say whatever you want that set this up. Well, before we go into this one, I do have one more, and I think it's appropriate before I, we go into this one. But you can leave that up. You can leave that up. Uh, oh, no, I guess not. You, you can keep me to the side. You, whatever you want. You're in charge of the technology. <clears throat> um, so in California, which is where you live, uh, there's always something crazy about California and some of the stuff. And the decisions, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, why do you want to live in California? I've been to California. I've spent a lot of time in California. I had an apartment in California <clears throat> at one time. And California is awesome, awesome weather, beautiful, beautiful state. But some of the things that people do there, I'm like, oh my gosh. So one is that there, there, there's a law, and I don't know if it's, it's being introduced, to remove certain wording out of different do, you know documentation or whatever, the word alien, and it just got me thinking. And oh. it's, it's tied to people that are coming into the country or coming into the state is is what it's all tied to. And I'm like, okay, why would you want to get rid of that word when it's been in existence for forever? And everybody understands that illegal alien. Um, and what it got got me thinking is, is that when Jesus comes back, there's going to be a lot of craziness, and and people are all of a sudden going to be gone in an instant, gone, poof, gone. And one of the things that they're going to use is that all these people were abducted by aliens. So there's something tied to that, in my opinion. And again. The guys of, is it this or is it really this? So that was one of my things that make you go. <laughs> okay, back to the video. <clears throat> God says, All right, set it up. I, I will show you signs in the sky. So this happened in the last, the last 24 hours. Cue the video. Did you see it? I didn't see Keep it. Keep watching. But your internet's slow. Keep watching that area. Whoa! I saw it. I saw it. One more time. So this blast of... I don't even know what to call it. So anyway, that was in the news uh, this morning. Well, that it, it was called a fireball that fireball. soared over North Carolina. And I mean, that's not a small fireball. That's huge. I want you to get perspective here. Just because you see that house in the foreground. I mean, if normally what you do is, is when you have something in front of you like this, you see how you see how big that phone looks in comparison to my face. It makes it look like it's bigger than my face. You bring it up close to the face, you realize, oh my gosh, look how small my phone actually is. Or look at my head is. But so when you're looking at that house in the foreground, right there. You're thinking, oh, that's not a very big fireball. No. Take that house and shift it back a few thousand miles to wherever that asteroid or wherever that is that's flying down through the atmosphere. And you realize that's a really big fireball. That's huge. I'm thinking two things, things that make you go, what? <laughs> yeah. There's two things I'm thinking about that. One, one is, is that the asteroid that the scientists missed? <laughs> That's one. <laughs> and then we're talking about fireballs in the song by Pitbull. So forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Uh, there's, also, there's also a whiskey or some whatever it is named fireball. I think. Is it a whiskey? I don't know. I don't know. It could be. Uh, I don't drink. It might and uh, the world is a safer place because I don't drink. There was, <laughs> there was a time. True. There was a time. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I something <laughs> tells me that you were a little bit of a, a you were a little bit of a fireball at one point. <laughs> Pun intended, and you're speaking truth. <laughs> All right, moving Amen. on. Amen. Moving on. So let's moving on. All right, into some um, education. 
I have one thing, and I think it's perfect to say right now. <clears throat> and it ties in a lot of the things we have talked about already and what you're about to go into uh, for today, Dan. <clears throat> this is out of the Bible, and it's John 10, verse 10 and 11. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. So that's Jesus <clears throat> giving his life. Uh, and he died on the cross. And but going back to Satan definitely wants to create all these pain and suffering, whatever. A lot of people say, well, why does why does God allow all this? Sometimes and some sometimes we will never we, we, we may never know the answer, and we may not even know the answer when we get to heaven. Um what we do know is that Satan is here to create havoc. And if you look at all these different things, and he also uses deception. We're seeing that deception across the world on an elevate on an elevated on all fronts. <clears throat> and and a lot of times it's disguised, which is deception. It's disguised to make it look good or be for good, but then over time, oh, you know, we could use it for this, or we could use it for that. Next thing you know, it's it's bad. <clears throat> so the one thing we say over and over on this show is to take a step back. Look at all these signs. Some of these are signs. Some of these are, are signs that are going to lead to a sign. And some of them are, I believe, prophecy that's being unveiled right before us. Um, and whether we're right or whether we're wrong, it's pay attention. And the more you pay attention and the more you're in the Word, which is God's Word, which is the Bible, <clears throat> it's the inerrant Word. It is truth, and it is living. And I was talking with a friend last night, and we were talking about how every time he reads the Bible, he can come back and read the same verse, you know, a month later, a year later, five years later, and it has a different meaning, and it has different impact, and typically it applies to that time in his life. And I said, absolutely. And then there's times I read it, like, I don't get anything next time I read it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, how did I miss this? Why didn't I highlight it? Why didn't I <laughs> write that down? <clears throat> and and then being in prayer and being around the right people and then being around people that uh, have some discernment. And I think a lot of times people are hiding out in the sand or the fear because they don't want to deal with all this. And you can say, Dan and GJ, thanks for sharing all this, but it's, all you're sharing is bad news. We try to have fun with it, but we're talking about serious stuff and it's stuff that we know God has victory. And, you know, for those that don't know, you know, for those who have been following us, you know this. I have my dad's Bible. And uh, my dad passed away earlier this year. Hallelujah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> and he took copious notes and everything he did. So I have a Bible that's living with his handwriting and his notes. <clears throat> and I turn to the page in Revelation, which... Dan's going to go into victory in Christ. <clears throat> so we have victory mm. in Christ. And even though we can be, it can be scary and, and all this stuff can end up that we're talking about being used for bad or bad things could happen, whether it's an earthquake or going too close to a volcano or floods, or whatever, we're seeing that. Is that being ready and being vic in victory with Christ and knowing that he is in control and having a personal relationship and thinking eternal? That removes a lot of the fear, and it also actually creates an excitement. Like, hey, it's getting closer and closer. Versus, oh my gosh, rapture happens, and do I go? Do I not go? And if I do go, oh my gosh, I still want to live. Uh, I'm at a point in my life now. I'm like, hey, I want to keep living. I want to keep having impact. But when we talk about all this craziness, sometimes it's, come on, Jesus, come on back today. It'd be a heck of a lot easier. Over to you in Revelation. Uh, as I was kind of thinking through what you're talking about, it was reminded of something that I can probably talk in more detail next week. I know that my my wife, Tanya, has had quite a few visions in the last couple of uh, 
well, last year specifically, uh, she's had one long, long time ago. This was probably back when she was about 27 or 28. And uh, so a little, little while ago, like a year ago, <laughs> I better say that right. Um, she had a vision of the throne of God <laughs> and she had not read. <laughs> <laughs> she had not read that uh, the, about what the throne room looked like. And she drew it out for me on a piece of paper. And I said, do you realize that this is actually how it's described in Revelation and how it's described in the book of, uh, I think it's Jeremiah or book of Daniel. And she had not, she had not really studied that or read that, but the vision that she had gotten about the throne of God was the exact, uh, the exact description that you read out of scripture. So just to let you know, she doesn't have these things often, but in the last year, she's had several visions. Maybe I can go into a little bit more detail about this next one that she had next week. But I did want to talk about Revelation chapter 17 and the last verse of, se of chapter 17. Um, and this is kind of where we picked up from last week, right? So in verse uh, 18 of chapter 17, it says, The woman you saw is the great city that rules over the kings of the earth. Now, if you think back and remember back to last week, you can watch the show from last week if you'd like. Uh, to kind of get you more caught up. But uh, we talked about the waters. We talked about the prostitute, uh, which is the great harlot in the King James Version, or the woman that sits on the, on the beast. Um, and we talked about the dragon. We talked about the fact that the scarlet beast could potentially be China or Russia, and they hate the prostitute, which I am saying to you, in my, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. I'm not trying to say that this is gospel truth. My opinion that this woman in the vision that represents the great city that rules over the kings of the world or the kings of the earth probably would be New York City. It's the one that right now, if this were right now, this were happening, in my opinion, it would be New York City. Uh, a lot of people think it could be the church in Rome, which is the Catholic church and the Pope. I know there's some people that think that direction. That's fine. I'm just posing to you this idea that the great city that rules over the kings of the earth could be the United Nations, which is found in New York City. And so um, if that is the case, whether it's the Pope in the Catholic Church in, in, uh, in the Vatican, which is in Rome, whether it's, whether it's New York City or whether it's some other city, when we go into Revelation chapter 18, Revelation chapter 18 actually tells us what's going to happen to that great city, which is Mystery Babylon. We don't really know where it is or what it is, but they, they call it Mystery Babylon. So in verses eight, uh, 1 through 4 of chapter 18, it says, After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority, and the earth was illuminated by his splendor. With a mighty voice, he shouted, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling for demons and a, haunt, and a haunt for every impure spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable animal. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues. Now, we'll come back to verses 4 through 8 uh, probably next week. But I want to just point a couple things out to you. When I think of the United States, and we know currently the way it operates in, this, in the world is that the United States equals 4% of the world's population. So 330 million, give or take a few million people live in the United States, but those that 330 million make up 35% of the world's economic system. So 35% of all the money that flows through the world flows through this country in the United States. Because of that, it, they, people flock here. People flock to this country, whether it's through immigration or through people doing business with it because they want a piece of that pie. Because that's a pretty sizable piece. That's more than one third of the pie of the world goes through financially goes to this country. So uh, when you think about it that way, you think, well, if this if this system, this world economic system, 
which is really centered here in the United States, in the United Nations, also with the World Trade Center that was taken down 20 years ago, and with other systems that were trying, they tried to take down. Um, when I say they, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not pointing fingers. But when we think about this economic system, if this, if New York City was Babylon the Great and it was fallen, then what me, what that means is is that it would flood in with all kinds of demons, all kinds of impure spirits, all kinds of the unclean things that we find. And because of that, it'll impact the world uh, because it says for nations, all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. What happens in adultery is that someone is enticed, right? So if someone's enticed, they're tempted to actually do business with or do something with, uh, with some, with, with the other, it's a prostitute or whether it's somebody that is trying to take advantage of you. So the more I look into this, the more I see and all these excessive luxuries that come out of this country. And there's other ones too, right? There's other Middle Eastern countries that have uh, sheiks and, and those that are in the oil industry that have, I mean, Dubai is another big city that uh, could potentially be ruling over the kings of the earth, although you don't hear much about Dubai in the news. Uh, but all the merchants of the earth grow rich from the excessive luxuries that come out of this country. And so um, what am I making a case for? What I'm making a case for is I'm saying, if this is this country, if this is the New York City that would become what they say is mystery Babylon, what is to come on this city is not something you want to be around, not something you want to hear. And we'll get more into that next week uh, when we get into what the judgment is that comes down on mystery Babylon. So... Uh, why am I saying all this? I'm saying all this because what we need to remember is that we are called to action. As it says in verse four, it says, come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues. When I read that verse in, in, verse, in verse four, chapter number 18, what I think is, do not have anything to do with the, with the temptations and the sins that are, that are inside this great city. Don't get pulled in and sucked into all of the excessive luxuries and all the adultery and all the detestable things that come out of this city. And as we know, we know that um, out of this, why my dogs are really going at it right now. They see something out there. You know what? We'll just claim in the name of Jesus that whatever's trying to come against this house right now is being taken care of by my puppies. Cujo. Um, Cujos. We know that. Yeah, Cujo. Cujos. We know that uh, pornography has is a multi hundreds of billions, probably a dollar business around this world, and a lot of that stemmed coming out of this of this uh, of this country, and it still happens. It still happens. So, what I'm trying to say is is that we're we're encouraged, we're motivated to do something. We need to take action, whether that's separating ourselves from the sinful things, the detestable things that are actually in the world and even in this country, stay away from the pornography, stay away from the temptations and the adulteries that happen, stay away from things that actually can pull you in and actually have you become part of the problem. And just like this pastor in Canada took a stand, I really believe that there are pastors all over this country and all over this world that need to take that stand. Now is the time to take that stand. And what I'm trying to really do is I'm trying to help you understand you need to be motivated to do something. And a lot of people recently have been asking, at least in my circles, have been asking, what can you do locally that will make any difference in the world? Well, that's where GJ comes in. And that's where I want to kind of point it right back to you about what can we do? Number one, uh, and this is the question I'm asking you, GJ, what can we do personally that can make an impact eternally for us? I'm talking about salvation. And then what can we do as believers that will have a greater impact nationally? How, how is that possible? What can we do? Also going to have me answer all the tough questions. Uh, so I see where this is going. But <laughs> before I go there, I want, I want to hit on a couple things that you did say is I, I, I know we had this conversation before we jumped on here because my dad wrote the great city in verse 18, and he underlined that, and then he wrote Rome. So a lot of people think that's Rome, 
Um, and and then as as Dan articulated, or it could be New York City, or it could be, you know, I, I think even Jerusalem is another one that can pop up as well because they build the temple. I truly believe it's New York City. And if you look at all the things uh, that Dan said, I mean, everything comes through New York City in one way or another. And and when, as Dan's describing it, you don't have to be in New York City to actually be participating because we do have the internet. <clears throat> and then we have a lot of things. I mean, fashion. I mean, so many things flow through New York City that are consumables, plus the economics of everything. Uh, there's a book, and I know we've talked about it before. Uh, Jonathan Kahn wrote The Harbinger, and then he wrote The Harbinger 2. Um, I've read both. The Harbinger 2 really talks a lot about New York City and you know the history of New York City. And uh, you start studying the history of it, it starts um, pointing, you know, connecting the dots. And which also leads me to think, why, why is all these different entities trying to remove the history? Like in our country, they're trying to remove different history. Well, if you go back and look at the history, the the signs are there. If you look at world history, the signs are there. If you look at, you know, uh, U.S. history, state history, city history, there's a lot of things that connect dots that can lead to good or it can also, you know, happen again, you know, come full circle. Um, So to answer your question, number one is, We've talked a lot about this, you and I, and it's been at the forefront. And now I feel like in some ways it's becoming my platform is, are you thinking eternal? And you say, well, what does that mean? Well, we've talked a lot about death over the last two years uh, around the world. Um, And whether the numbers are real or not, it's really brought point that if you really look at the brass tax of the number of people that, that pass away each year, that's really stayed about the same, regardless of how they passed away. So to me, we're talking about death. All right. So what happens after death? Uh, and 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 if you're living in a vibrant life and everything's great right now, well, then it's like, hey, I don't want to worry about that. I don't even want to think about it. At some point, <laughs> you're going to die, or you're going to go into the rapture with Jesus, which I believe is much nearer than most people want to admit. <clears throat> so to to me, are you thinking eternal? What is your eternal life? And then when you start thinking about eternal. Some of the things we talk about don't matter. Dan and I have had this conversation with people, and even with ourselves. It's like, okay, does that really matter? And when you start thinking that doesn't really matter, is it worth fighting for? Is it worth disagreeing? Is it worth debating? Probably not. Um, So are you thinking eternal? So we like to look out here and and work it backwards. And if Jesus and the the rapture is is out here, okay, what do we got to (laughs) do? between now and then so are you thinking eternal and when you start doing that it removes a lot of the things that create daily strife that's what i found for myself number two is are you reading the word are you truly in the bible (laughs) and if you say i don't have a bible well you're probably watching this on a computer (laughs) or your iphone or your ipad or some other type of device or even on your tv that's connected to an app So right there, you have access to a Bible. And, and if we had done the show yesterday, I had my shirt on. And it says version that my good friends at version gave me the shirt. And version Bible app. So you can go actually go to the App Store and download the version Bible app. And, you have, and, it, and it's almost in every language. It's not in every language. That's their goal is they have it in every language. Um, so, so that continues to to grow. Uh, and they got all the different versions of the Bible. And and so to me, you have access to a Bible right there. <clears throat> and then if you if you have access to it, which then we remove that obstacle, are you going to open it up and are you going to read it? And you say, I don't know where to begin. Well, if you're not sure, start in the book of John. That's a good place to start because <clears throat> that opens up a lot of things that, that I think are in, in its simplistic form. Um, I love the Old Testament, and before I used to refuse to read the Old Testament. That's old. I want to read new. I don't care about the old. I want to read new. And now I'll read the old, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is like reading right now. Because it's like the headlines we read today (laughs) were happening then. Maybe not from a technology standpoint, but some of the symbolism is definitely happening. So are you in the Bible? And then number two, are you praying? 
and are you praying? And 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 they said, well, I don't know what to pray for. Just start praying. <clears throat> and if you really are in the word, and if you start praying, and you really open your heart to God and to Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they will guide you. They will grab a hold of you, and you will start to pray of something that has, has impact. And pray out loud, <clears throat> like you're having a conversation. Right now, me and Dan have a conversation. We're having a conversation with you that are watching or listening to this. <clears throat> it's just that simple. Uh, people tend to make it complicated. They think I don't know what to do, what to say, so they don't do it. We started this show not knowing where it would go. Now we're on a platform that that uh, has millions of people on, you know, that are tied to that platform. Uh, in addition to you know the the social media platforms that Dan puts this on, and that's all on Dan. So are you praying? And then are you around the right people and people that are lifting you up and people that are having the right discernment? And if you're not sure where that is, you know, maybe you need to get plugged in somewhere. You know, get plugged into a, cho a church, a local church, because um, <clears throat> they are everywhere in the world. And some I know, some are people watching right now, you know, that that's actually attending a church that can be, or even watching this can be uh, life-threatening. So we appreciate you for, for putting your life in it and being obedient and listening to God and having the faith. The thing is, do you have a personal relationship with Jesus? That's what matters. And by doing that, God will give you the next steps. God will start to open up things for you. And God will start to saying, here's what I'm asking you to do next. A lot of people, and I was one of these people, I got this. If I need you, I'll call on you, but I've got this. <laughs> and God had to say, okay, you got this. Well, I didn't up, ended up not having under control. So with all that said, God is in control, and God will give you the next steps. And when you allow that with him, the thing makes it a lot easier a lot more peaceful, <clears throat> a lot more less fearful. There will be fear, no doubt. Fear's not going to go away. How you deal with that fear will start to change. And the most importantly is just praying for others and 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 doing all those that will those are the best steps. And I know that's in a general sense. <clears throat> doing those things and doing that every single day will change your life. It will start to change your circumstance. And it may not give you answers to some of the things that have happened or happened to you. And the last thing I'll share, it does not matter where you're at. You might be living in the worst level of sin, the worst things that could have ever happened to you and, or, and that you're doing. God loves you. God believes in you. God created you. And the reason God cares about you is because He created you. You are his child made in his image. That's magnificent, just thinking about it and hearing that. So I challenge you to step into that. <clears throat> now, Dan's got some new graphics. Good job, bro. <laughs> yeah, so we got to land the plane and because uh, we are we have a lot to talk about today, especially since we didn't get on yesterday. But what GJ's taught in the number one is getting in your word. And in the Word of God, it talks about there's a road to salvation, and it is all it all has everything to do with what goes on up here in your mind to protect your heart and have your soul uh, with Jesus when you die or when you go to be with Him during the rapture. Um, and so the way you do that is all found in the scriptures, and it's called there's there's something called the Romans Road. I didn't actually come up with this myself but it actually walks us through what the steps are. Number one, we have to understand we're all sinners by nature and by choice. And number two, we receive eternal life as a free gift. It's not something we can earn. It's not something we can that we can pay for or, or obtain any other way other than a free gift. Number three, God demonstrated his love for us and that he died for us while we were still sinners. And then the fourth one is we must trust and surrender to Jesus as Lord. And what that means is you say, Lord, I want to I accept your forgiveness. Please come and live in my heart. We're going to pray that prayer in just a minute. 
And then after you do that, you can be assured that you have received salvation through Jesus because it says everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So if that's you today, and the first thing, the first, answer to the first question is, is what can we do personally? That means we can, we can turn our life over to Jesus and that you have an opportunity to do that right now. And if that's you, I want you to pray this prayer with us. It says, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life. I can now have faith in Jesus, and it's in Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Because of that prayer that you just prayed, you can be assured that you have received salvation through Jesus. Because whoever calls on the name of Jesus will be saved, as it says in Romans 10, 13. And what's the second answer to the question that GJR just talked about? And that's, that's this. We can now go out and share the message of Jesus with others. And that means that we need to do it boldly. We need to do it with faith that God will give us the right words to say. You don't have to worry about trying to be the, the, theological or have all the smart things you want to say. All you need to do is share your faith. You need to be motivated to action. No more sitting around expecting other people to do it. We need to go out there, think eternally minded, as GJ said, and share our faith with others. Now's the time. Now's the time to move to action. So any last words, GJ, before we hop off and uh, return next week? Unless Jesus comes back. Hallelujah. Woo, woo. <laughs> uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you guys. Can't wait till next week and um, we'll see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more and don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.